All right, what's happening, y'all? Welcome back to the Marty Mars Show, episode six. Um, I'm excited to, to, to see you guys again. Um, I want to take this time again, as always, to thank all my supporters and followers who support the show. This is going to be a dope episode tonight. Tonight, I have a very special guest on tonight, somebody who means a lot to me, um, you know, the homie from Wyoming, <laughs> as they say. Um, so it's going to be good. Um, I also want to shout out to some of my followers. I recently gained people in Germany and uh, Canada. So shout out to those people who are supporting me. Um, you know, we're we going global, like uh, DJ Khaled would say. But enough of that. Let's go ahead and get into episode six on tonight. And our topic for episode six is love and life. And as I get ready to introduce my special guest, I just want to tell everybody on tonight, we're doing a first time live recording. Um, right now we're on Facebook Live as well. And we're going to take some responses from some of our people who are viewing us live tonight as well to ask some questions. And the reason why I decided to do this episode about love and life, we're going to be talking about relationships and the importance of relationships and how to be successful, the do's and don'ts, if you will, when it comes to relationships. So, you know, without further ado, let me introduce Mrs. Marty Marr, AKA the wifey, um, Dr. Jennifer Alexander. Let's give it up for her. Hey, what's going on, doc? <laughs> thank you, thank you. What's going on, everyone? Really happy. To be here. I'm super nervous, if I can be honest, but let's go. <laughs> it's going to be all good. Look, we're going to vibe tonight. You know, we know each other. You know, it's going to be a dope conversation, y'all. So tonight we're really going to start talking about, again, uh, relationships. And again, this episode is about love and life. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm glad to have you on. And the reason why I decided to have my, my wife on, right, is because who knows me better than her, right? And then on top of that too, we we dealt with a lot of different things in our relationship and it wasn't always easy. You know, there were times where it was challenging, um, you know, and we feel like in this day and age, there are a lot of things that people do not understand when it comes to relationships, right? And for, as a result, we see a lot of people getting divorced. Like I think even yesterday I read about Kanye West and um, Kim Kardashian getting divorced. Um, you know, there's more to just money. It's more to just going on vacation or vacation is what they call it. It's about putting in work and having that love and support for each other. So this is why we decided to have this conversation. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Dr. Alexander. <laughs> uh, I always honestly hate that question because it's like, I humbly say this for like, where do you start? Um, but I'll just say um, as a disclaimer, I am not a counselor. Um, I do not um, hold any degrees um, concerning relationships. I'm just here to give you my experience and our experience, our story. And I really pray that it blesses you. Um, it answers some questions that you may have, it brings clarity, and above all, that it invites you to have a moment with God to really just figure out where you are and, and what he has for you. Because I promise you, what God has for you is really what's best for you. Um, but just by the grace of God, I am a doctor. Uh, I hold a PhD in cellular molecular biology and genetics. So I do understand chemistry and all of that on some deep <laughs> level. Um, but yeah, um, and just by the grace of God, I am now in um, a position where I get to use my talents and gifts and study 
to understand the dynamics of cancer. So yeah, and I'm a wife and a mom um, and a sister. Shout out to all my sisters. Um, yeah, thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And we definitely don't see, you know, we definitely, you know, on behalf of the show, definitely want to shout you out for being um, African-American who's in science. We know that there are not a lot of us um, minorities, period, that are in science. So not only um, being a minority, but as well as being a woman in science is a very awesome um, thing to do, especially at this time with the pandemic and, you know, all the research that you do. Because um, correct me if I'm wrong, you're, you're still, um, your laboratory still kind of studies uh, pancreatic cancer. Or that's more your focus, correct? Uh, really good question. So my lab is more so interested in a subset of cells that are responsible for allowing your body to rejuvenate. So whenever your body deals with a type of insult, um, such can be the case when you have cancer or even like something as simple as a cold right. or even a cut on your arm. In order for your body to effectively repair itself, it has to launch certain physiological or biological programs to do that. And so one of those subsets of cells that are responsible for really regulating that regeneration process are stem cells. So um, my lab, we study stem cell signaling, asking the question, how can we maximize um, the lifespan of our stem cells to allow us to be able to effectively regenerate when we are experiencing certain issues and illnesses such as cancer. Um, and then my goal um, from this is to build on this idea of using stem cells and, and looking at that in the context of cancer. Yeah, she look, look y'all, she's talking that science talk. <laughs> you know, that's how you know she knows what she's talking about. When you start going into that stuff, people be looking like, yeah, yeah. But back, you like, oh, okay, I got you. But all right, let's get into let's get into talking about relationships, right? That's why we're here to really have this conversation. Um, for the guests that are on, I appreciate right now we have about three viewers on, so we appreciate you guys for watching. Um, you guys can kind of ask questions. Um, as we go through this about relationships. So let's get started. One of the first questions that I want to ask you is define, what do you think is, uh, define what's a healthy relationship um, that a person should have? Like, what does that look like? Because I think a lot of people have that confused. So what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I, I think that's a really good question. Um, and honestly, I think that it is personal. And what I mean is that when we think about health, everybody has their own goal about what it means to be healthy. Some people, it's all about a certain weight. Some people, it's all about a certain look. Some, for others, it could all be about my ability to be able to do certain things like walk up the stairs without being winded, et cetera. So just like in a more physical sense, how we all have different ideas about what good health is or what our health, ideal health is, it's the same for relationships. I feel that when it comes to what health looks like, you have to first define that with yourself and then with the person you're involved in and really kind of nail down, okay, what does it look like when we're up and we're doing our thing versus when is it, what is it like when I feel like we're not where we need to be and gauge your whole dynamics around what you guys said, because too often we kind of look at other people's relationships and I know everybody like, oh, that's relationship goals, relationship goals. Right. But let the goal be, I want me and mine to get to a place where we're thriving to the best of our abilities um, and, and, what, and with, with the gifts that we are given to share to one another. Um, so I would say what it looks like is personal. It's really 
about something that you should establish with the one that you're with. And let it be a conversation and not one that happens just once, right? But let it be a continuous conversation. I know for us, like, (laughs) when we first met, like, what was healthy, right? (laughs) Looks very different, what, almost 12 years later. uh, It's very different and it changes. So it's okay to allow that conversation to continue and to modify it as it goes. But number one and most important is just let it be something established between you and the person that you're with. And I'm glad you said that because I'm so tired of hearing about Jay and Beyonce. It was Kim and Kanye, but clearly that didn't work out. It's just like, here's my thing. There's nothing wrong with having somebody you look up to or you aspire to maybe implement some of the things that they use. But however, nobody can be them but them. And it's okay if you never equal out to some of the things that they did. The most important thing is you need to have the the love. You know what I mean? Regardless if y'all are in a 10 million you know, $10 million mansion out in LA, or y'all in a, hey, a $20,000 house is clean though. Y'all got your will, y'all moving right. That, that's that's what God wants you to have. That's that's what real love is. It's supporting each other until the end. So I'm glad you said that. So one of the next questions I wanted to ask you is we're talking about healthy relationships. Now we know communication is key. We know communicate is, is, is how people talk. And I know, especially men and women, we bump heads, right? Cause I know fellas, we could be like, yeah, I'm about to go to the store. That literally means we about to go to the store. For a female, going to the store is, yeah, I'm about to stop at my homegirl house. I'm about to do this and I'm about to do that. So my question to you is that, is communication important in a relationship? And if so, tell us why. Wow. So hands down, right? Communication is foundation to any relationship, whether we're talking about marriage, whether we're talking about uh, you know, familiar mother to daughter, father to son, whether we're talking about, you know, employee to superiors, whatever dynamic you find yourself in, communication is the difference maker. Um, but I think when we think often think about what communication is, like everybody says like, yeah, you need good communication, but we don't think about what does that actually entail? What does communication involve? It's not just about being able to express what you have to say, but it's also having some wisdom to know when to say it, when not to say it. And even more important than saying something is listening, really actively listening. And what I mean is that like, not just from a perspective of like, okay, I'm gonna stop talking. I'm hearing this person, but be, be involved, be engaged. And then be mindful about what is it that you're listening with. I know sometimes for me, one of my biggest struggles was that I would I would listen, but I would be listening from like hurt, like, you know, like a place of hurt in my heart, a place of brokenness, a place of disappointment, a, a place where I feel like, yo, this person trying to play me, you know, like I'm, I'm listening, but I'm actually filtering what I'm hearing through, you know, issues in my heart or thoughts on my mind based on experiences. And I have to check that sometimes to say, okay, calm down first of all like make sure that you're actually hearing what this person has to say it's not about what they're saying that's triggering x y and z that happened in your life it's about being in this moment right now and engaging with the person in front of you and and moving forward so in summation i would say that you know in terms of communication it's it's dual parts right it's the talking and being able to express yourself. And that's something you definitely need to work on. Something I'm still trying to work on, how to say what I'm trying to say so you can understand what I'm trying to say. 
but more importantly, learning how to be a better listener and, and catching myself when I'm listening from, you know, with, with bad ears or bad heart or with bad thoughts and, and being able to like pull it back in and, and move forward. Yeah, that's what, that's communication. <laughs> And communication is tough because I tell you this from people say like, what is it like to be married? It, it can be challenging. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful thing. But sometimes you be like, especially, and I'm pretty sure on your side, you can say the same thing. Like what happened? The first year was like, oh, I love you. Oh, this, oh, that. After, and during that year, you start being like, what is, what is she saying? And I know she looking at me like, what am I saying? And then we argue with each other about what is each other saying? You, you could be like, yeah, I thought you was doing this. And then anyway, it just turns into a whole bunch of back and forth. But I think as you continue to be in a relationship, you start to to learn, I know they have the book about the love languages, but you know, you also really get to learn just who your partner is. Like, you know, not necessarily like a certain category. You just get to know, like, all right, I better not say it like this. Or I know if I if I approach it in this situation, I'll get the same outcome versus me just being all ratchet and starting to yell. You know, so I definitely agree with you on that. And I definitely was a culprit of that. But that's something again that you you build over time because as you're trying to mess with somebody, it's like that sandwich, right? You want everything to be the perfect combination so that way it could be a good sandwich. But if it's too much, prime example, I don't know how people eat. Uh, all that peanut butter on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and have a slight bit of jelly on there. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> first of all, they call it a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because the peanut butter is first. It's the most important part of that sandwich. I don't understand how somebody can have a little bit of peanut butter, oh, just oh, one swipe, and then just pile on all this jelly. Like, what is this? This is not peanut butter and jelly though <laughs> so, so hold on hold on so we we don't went somewhere else so look we gotta set the record straight peanut butter and jelly has to be balanced a good uh portion of peanut butter a good portion of jelly it can't be mad peanut butter where you about to dag near a choke on it like it's a popeye's biscuit it got to be <laughs> blended so you that's what you're saying right we're not saying a pound of peanut butter though right we're just saying and a good amount and we certainly not saying a pound of jelly that's not what we're saying either <laughs> all right all right all right and somebody oh my my homie uh erica diggs is on we and her used to work together she said facts facts <laughs> <laughs> all right so one of the next questions i want to ask what are some good characteristics people should look for in dating someone and i think this is a very important question um especially coming from a female and answering this question because a lot of the characteristics, even before we got married and, you know, just some of the, the previous dating experience and just talking to other people, a lot of times they looking for these knuckleheads who busting them outside the head, their oh. pants, they pants hanging down. You know, he got to have a tattoo on his necks and also both sides of his neck and, you know what I mean, all that extra stuff. And it's like, you know, I, I agree. Does a woman want a guy to be soft? Absolutely not. But, can a, you know, if a brother is trying to have himself together, you know, and what I mean is, you know, the, the stuff that he should have, right? A job, someplace to lay his head that ain't his boy's house or his, his mama house unless he's taking care of her, those type of things. So what are some things, in your opinion, are some good characteristics? That is a really great question. Um, and I don't know if this is going to work for everybody, but I'm just going to speak about me and I pray a blessing. Um, but I'm going to be real. So for me, I think it just boils down to, first of all, before you could have, make your list about what you want in a person to date, you need to first understand what where you're going and what you're called to do. And what I mean is 
what is your purpose in life? What are you trying to build? Where are you trying to, you know, get to in your own life? And when you having that understanding, then you can have a more realistic um, and not even just realistic, but a much more appropriate criteria of a person that you're dating. And I know for me personally, like my list was a little bit <laughs> different. Not yeah, crazy, list crazy, but... <laughs> y'all. list was crazy. Hold up, hold up, hold up. No, it wasn't that. It was, it was just different. Like, you know, I, at the time, I only thought about where I was. So wherever I was, I'm like, all right, I need somebody that can move like I'm moving and able to, you know, two-step with me and keep up with me on a dance floor because this is where I was. But over time, as I began really to grow more and and submit more honestly to God and his plan for my life and in my private time of you know talking to God about my list and I'm like God you know because he got to be taller he got <laughs> he gotta be this he gotta be that I and like that supermarket list <laughs> come on now come on now and no coupons here <laughs> but um but nah it was just it, it it got real for me one night when in talking to God about my list, it really just boiled down to three main things. And God was telling me like, this is what, this is who you need for you to be where I'm trying to bring you. And I said, okay, God, if that's it, that's it. And I pray wherever he is, Lord, <laughs> let him find me, God. <laughs> and it helped me to wait, you know, don't let me be out here thirsty. Like, is that him? Is that him? Is that him? Like, nah, chill. <laughs> you know, keep me occupied, Lord, and 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 satisfied and content um, until all of that happens. And um, God doesn't disappoint. So, in answering the question, I would just say, um, before you could make your grand list of who you want to be with, make sure you understand first where you are, where you're going, um, what God is preparing you for, and you'll find that in all of those dynamics the characteristics that guy or that woman that's going to best complement and help you to get there and help not even just to get there, right? But help you to stay there, help you to grow beyond that, that step um, is really what that list should look like. So again, it's personal. For some people, it might be, you know, a dude with a bankroll or a sister, I don't know, that could do your taxes and fry fish. I don't know, <laughs> but that's between you and God, you know, invite him in even before you're talking about marriage and it, it'll, it'll change the game and keep, keep them in as you um, go throughout those stages. And it, it's a, it's a game changer. I, I, I just can't, I, I don't see it no other way. Now I appreciate you for, for sharing that. And that's, that's definitely good insight. And I feel like a lot of people, not just females, but definitely men, they need to know that, like, you know, need to we need to really have a plan for what it is we want and though it's it's fine to you know you have a certain type don't limit yourself because that's what i found especially for you know a lot of brothers it's like well, i can't find this one or that one or why i can't you know do this or that but it's like you're too you're too critical you're too stuck in your ways yeah there's some expectation it's nothing wrong with having expectations but dang i mean everybody is not going to be a millionaire they're not you know, every, you know, the biggest thing, especially back in the early 90s, y'all remember the light skin brothers, you know, everybody looking like what Chico DeBarge and them and Genuine, you know what I mean? Everybody don't look like that, you know what I mean? And it's not to say, you know, that it pretty much what I'm saying is it's okay to have your expectations, but don't hold it to a standard that you're not at. And secondly, just be real, you know, 
maybe the he or she they may have one or two of the the 10 things off your list but those are the two important things or maybe it's not the most two important things but as you guys grow together maybe they can accomplish those things so don't sell yourself short trying to you know just get everything in a bucket like this is not like burger king you can't have it your way so and then talking about that so let me ask you this should a person have it all together before they they get together before they get married because you know, you know, everybody thinks this is, you know, a fairy tale. <laughs> so what you think? Should they have it all together? It's funny you should ask that because that was one of the things that I lifted up to God about. So my personal thing was like, once I realized I knew God was going to open, you know, amazing doors and opportunities for me to do some some really awesome things um, for the kingdom um, in this world, um, I, I was like, okay, God, that's awesome. But I want somebody I could build with. Like, I don't want nobody and nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, like I want somebody shooting with me in the gym. Like, you know, I want, I want somebody because I feel like you'll, you, they'll appreciate me. And also like, I know I don't have to question like what you really here for, you know, or oh, yeah. You know, be hesitant. Like I knew, I knew me, and and knowing me, I was like, okay, God, if this is where you're taking me, I need somebody like today. <laughs> um, you know, I need, I, I want to build with that person, and you know, I'm open to saying where I'm, where I'm a mess, and I'm open to hearing where that person's a mess. And God, as long as you helping us to, you know, heal and and correct and move forward, like let's go. But um, yeah. So for me personally that wasn't a requirement, like to have it all together. It was, what was required was, you gotta be giving it whatever it is you want in life, you have to be willing to work for it because I can't carry you to your dream. Right. Um, I just can't, it's, it's not fair to me. And it's, I, and I'm, it's, it's gonna, when you get there, I'm gonna be sitting there the whole time, like you only there cause I, you know, and if things don't work out, you know, I'm trying to burn up your car and your clothes. And I'm like, ah, we got time for that. So uh, for me, yeah, that it wasn't a goal for me. Um, but it's nothing wrong for somebody else if they want their person all together. Like, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But decide that for yourself. And and more importantly, where are you at? You know what I mean? If you a person who you feel like you have it all together. Did you just hit the boost mobile on me? Where are you at? <laughs> Word, right? Sure, sure. But um, <laughs> nah, but seriously, like, you know, before you ask something of somebody else, make sure that you have delivered when you're in and understand that, you know, you might think you all that, but to the one you reaching for, you know, you might got some work to do. So, and, and that's nothing wrong with that either. Um, but yeah, anyway, let me just answer the question to say, um, I think it's, I think that's again, another personal thing, but I think it's something that you have to be first real with yourself about um, and understand that whichever way you choose, whether you want them all together or not, both will come with the struggle and you have to be prepared to, to deal with whatever that struggle is um, and, and be stick it in there, you know? Yeah. And I definitely, I, I'm with you on that. And I felt the same way before we got together. Um, definitely. I was looking for somebody that I could build with. And I think that's what you really want. Um, and again, it's nothing wrong with having somebody come in who has it together, but it, it's it's something special about when you're building with somebody, because like she said, both of you guys are actually putting in the work or that foundation to get to the next level. That way, like she said, it's not really like a, 
you know, let's be real. We know how people get like, you know, this was my money first or I did this, you know, you only did so on and so forth. People start counting what acts you did in a part of that building process. So I don't, you know, I didn't really want that. And I think, you know, we, I could say for, I feel like we've complimented each other pretty well because, you know, coming from, you know, nothing, you know, I would say like to actually building ourselves up to where we are today is because of us being able to say, okay, well, this is your dream. Like you said, it's not that I'm going to carry you because when you think about what carrying means, literally, you're not putting in any effort. I'm literally just carrying you. So no, it's us supporting each other. Literally, like I'm holding you up as you walk to the next step in your journey and you holding me up. You know what I mean? There may be a time where I may have to carry you for that short period of time. But again, it's us agreeing upon that. So I thought that was a good point. So we're going to hit some hot topics on tonight. Um, so let's go there. We're going to be real. I see we got some some people on. We appreciate you guys joining in. This is like my first time doing a live feed for the Marty Mars show. So I thank you guys for joining on Facebook. You know, y'all can definitely leave comments. Um, we're definitely going to get to a part of the show where we're going to uh, allow you guys to ask questions. Um, not all night because we know it's late night. So, but however, if you guys have questions, feel free to ask and we're glad we ask them. And when we get to that point. So one of the next questions that I have to ask should you have sex before your marriage? Before uh, your marriage, excuse me. Should you have sex before you marry? So it's funny um, because uh, me and one of my homegirls actually last week was just um, having this conversation um, and just discussing it from many different points. But let me just be straight to the point. Should you have sex before marriage? No. No, you should not. No, you, you should not. <laughs> no, you should not. I'm just going to say, no, you should not. That's just it. But to dive into a little bit more, you know, provide a little bit more context and background, like, well, why not? Um, you know is, is, <laughs> so I think, I, I don't think we do a good job with explaining what sex is. I think we spend so much time describing what it feels like and the con uh, and, and part of the consequence being either STD or you know an unplanned pregnancy, right. um, and that's really about all that we talk about when it comes to sex. But sex is so much more. It is literally you becoming one with somebody. Like mm -hmm. it, it, it just is. And what I mean by becoming one, meaning that there is a spiritual exchange that happens. I don't care. For how long, how short, you know, whether you use protection, didn't use protection, it doesn't really matter. Even, and that connection happens not just even in sex. It also happens when you kiss somebody. Like, if you ever kiss somebody and you just, you know, you see the movies, it's like sparks flying, toes crown, all that other stuff. There's a there's an exchange happening. You, and not just an exchange, but it's the exchange is that you two are coming into agreement about becoming one entity, becoming, you know, you take a part of me, I'm taking a part of you and I'm carrying this part of you with me everywhere I go. And I don't really want to get too deep because this is not the platform for that. But I think if we understand how when you have sex with somebody, you are depositing part of you into them and you're accepting part of them um, into you. And it's something that you will carry with you. And it will show up in dreams. It will show up in you know, your thoughts and your daydreams, it'll show up anywhere you, you trying to move forward. Those, that agreement will show up again. And if that's not somebody who hasn't agreed to give their life for yours, you know, to take care of you, to 
you know, build with you and vice versa, right? The man is agreeing to give his life. The woman's agreeing to give her life. If, if that is not the foundation of this exchange, then you're opening yourself up to just have pieces of a whole bunch of people that have no investment in you and you carrying them around with you everywhere trying to have something healthy when you haven't gotten rid of the things that's, you know, anyway, I can just go on and on. But the point is, no, you should not have sex before you are married. And if you have, it is room to repent. And in your repentance, ask to be cleansed and break all of those spiritual ties that you have had. Because trust me when I say it does show up in your life, in your mental, in your health. Some people are constantly sick, don't know why, because you've been, and I'm going to say that. <laughs> and, and, and so in order to have a healthy relationship, in order to have something to move forward, you got to break all of that out. You got to get rid of all of that. So why go through all that, right? And it's, it's like in my career, right? I studied cancer. And most people, when they think about people who study cancer, everybody's asking the one main question. How do you um, heal somebody who has cancer, right? How do you treat somebody with cancer? But there's another even bigger question, and that, that's what my research focuses on is, how do you prevent cancer, right? Yeah. I think it's much more beneficial to focus on prevention of issues than to be trying to deal with remedies and treatments and tricks and all of that. So in the context of, of sex and having this exchange of yourself with somebody else and you receiving somebody else, instead of you having to deal with all of the breaking ties and cleansing all, just, just don't do it. You know, and I know that's so easier said than done. Believe me, I know. <laughs> but there is a God, man. And if you just trust and believe that he can sustain you and keep you and, and confess to him, I am falling short. I am tempted beyond measure, Lord. I'm, I'm itching, Lord. Like, he will be a comfort to you. But you got to believe and you got to trust and you got to allow him. You got to be honest. Like, this is where you are. So I know that was a lot and loaded, but... um. The short answer of all of it is, please, ladies and gentlemen, lock it down. Wait until marriage. When you have that agreement with you two are going to hold each other down for life and nothing will separate y'all, and then seal it, seal the deal with really exchanging for the last exchange ever. And it's, it's, it'll be so much better. I, I definitely agree. Um, it's definitely, you know, even from a male perspective, it's definitely better to wait. Um, obviously, as she said, there's a lot of implications that come from that. Um, you know, I mean, let's be real. Let's just even look at the child support system. I mean, that that stuff is just whole, so messy. Um, and the part of that is messy for the reason that a lot of people didn't wait. You know, a lot of just, oh, you look good. I look good. Let's make this connection. I mean, here's my thing. If you ain't ready to put a ring on her, I advise you to wait. <laughs> That's just what it is. That's what I did. And, you know, I'm I'm blessed. I'm happy by it because now I'm not dealing with the, yeah, when can I pick up my son? And, you know, all this and that, arguing me in the courts. And, yeah, you know, all that night. Nah, nah, we don't need none of that. You know what I mean? So, and, you know, for those people who experienced that, I'm pretty sure they can tell you. It's stressful. You know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, I hate to say it, but some people regret that moment of them doing it. But hey, that's the choice that you made. So this is why it's important that, you know, you take care of your body. You know, your body is just like a house, right? You know, if if, if you want somebody to, uh, I guess the better way to put it is, if your house is on the market, make sure that they are ready to buy it to pay the mortgage. 
it ain't no uh, rent free and just come in and stay in here. You got to put a mortgage on this house. I think I like how we use that. <laughs> All right, but one of the next questions we're going to ask. So, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you lock it down, lock it down. One of the next questions is relationship counseling important? Um, and, and I wanted to ask this because a lot of people seem to not want to talk to, I mean, let's just be real. Mental health, we already know. Black folks don't even want to talk to nobody as it is now, let alone, you know, let's just, anyway, I ain't even going to go in there to all that. But definitely when it comes to relationships, a lot of people don't want to seek out help and really get in professional advice um, about talking about their relationship, you know. So you tell me, in pain, do you think like relationship slash marital counseling is, is a benefit? Okay, so I feel I feel two ways about it, um, and and one of the ways you actually um, help me to think differently. So I'll share Ooh, me, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'll start with: um, Is it important? I mean, yeah. Like, so whenever we're thinking of plan in our life, right, to what the next step for. We always seek counseling. When you were in high school, before you could figure out if you're even college eligible, you had to see your guidance counselor. When you're in college, you have to see your advisor to figure out what classes you should take, what major to take. Like, every part of life, in order to be successful, requires some level of counseling at some point. So why wouldn't, even when you're buying a house, right, you have to go do some financial counseling or, or mortgage counseling to figure out your finances. So it's like, or planning the family, even though we're we going we gonna to leave that. We already talked about that. But my point is to be successful, we always seek out this, this we accept, I should say, this idea of needing to have some kind of uh, guidance, somebody to sow some seeds into you to think about to mature in your own or to seek somebody to help you to mature them. Why wouldn't it benefit marriage if you had that same system? So for us, um, we definitely did that before, you know, after Lamar, <laughs> after he proposed, um, he's funny because <laughs> uh -oh, no. he told me I'm that he was like, <laughs> <laughs> so Lamar bugged out. So he told me like, look, when I propose to you, Ain't gonna be no long engagement. Either we doing this or we not. <laughs> so I'm, you know, that's when he said that, I'm like, okay, ha ha ha. Oh, that's cute. You know what I mean? But I'm, and I'm just, I didn't take him seriously. But I just was like, okay, you know, whatever. So after he proposed, he was like, all right. So now that I propose, um, I'm thinking we should get married in like three months. I'm like, <laughs> I was on it. I'm like, look, what are we waiting for? I'm like, hold up. Um, but but Lamar was not playing. We didn't get married in three months. We got married in six months, but that brother was not playing. But um, I bring that up to say that, you know, after he proposed, immediately we contacted our spiritual parents um, who were uh, the leaders of our church, um, the overseers of our church, and we immediately did counseling. And we did counseling literally up until we got married. And during those counseling sessions, it was just a moment for he and I to be honest um, about, you know, some of the things we don't know that we even think like, who's going to discipline the children? What is the method of discipline? You know, and all that, you don't think about it, right? You think like how I grew up is how I'm going to deal with my kids. But you have to understand that you are marrying somebody who didn't grow up like you possibly. And so you have to talk about that. How are you going to talk to your children when your children cut up? You know, how are you going to deal with that? 
What kind of education? Do you even want children? You know, do you want to live in a city or the suburbs? Like all of these important conversations that unfortunately, you know, causes people to have unreconcilable differences in divorce. You don't, you don't think to have them because you all like, oh, that's my bae. I love him. He's so, <laughs> like, you don't think about it. So for counseling for us, it, it was like, okay, you know, we know y'all love each other. That's cool. But let's talk real. Let's talk real life. And they literally like got us to think about these things and, and talk about it in a safe way um, where we could be on one accord. So when I told him, you know, in our, in our wedding vows that I will submit to you, it's because I know what I'm submitting to, right? I had an opportunity to talk to you about what it is, you know, <laughs> let's get on this game plan. Let's be eye to eye. So, you know, it's nothing to, 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 you know, hope uphold my vows as your wife. So, um, yeah, man, counseling is, is, is a different making, but I'll, I'll let you interrupt before I say the last part, unless you want me to keep rolling. Nah, go ahead, go ahead. You on fire, you on fire. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let me sit, though. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, um, so, so yeah, so counseling is important. And again, like I've always said, um, you know, my, my mindset when it comes to health is, you know, yes, it's nice to know how to treat issues when they arrive, but it's always better to think prevention. So seeking counseling before you get married is that that prevention system to fortify you. So that way when issues, you know, if issues are to arise, you at least have a system to kind of, you know, filter through some of them happen. But when issues happen, you should, and, and it's beyond your ability, you should seek help. And that's one thing some people get into a relationship and they don't want nobody to know their business. And I'm not gonna lie, like, you know, year one of our marriage was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Year two? <laughs> yeah, two? Hold up. Who is this? <laughs> Who is this? But, um, you know, it, anyway, so I was like, look, we need to go back to counseling. And Lamar uh, was like, listen, I ain't against counseling, but if we can't learn how to work through issues right now, and we're setting this precedent that every time we have an issue, we run into somebody, like, we ain't going to make it. Like, it, it ain't going to be good. Not that we're not going to make it, but it's not going to be good. Like, we need to learn how to sit down and talk this out and work this out, you know. And then if we can't, you know, get past that, then we'll get help. But to run and do that every time, like, no, no, no. And that really changed my mindset because in the marriage, you are building together. And yes, it's great to have advice. And yes, it's great to have counseling. And I don't frown upon it. Definitely, definitely get it but at least try to work some things out between you two. At least try to create a system for you guys to really be honest and open and work through your problems. You Sometimes- You gotta work it out. Come on now. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you know, before you, you, you go to counseling. Um, that way you guys, through that process, the, the level of strength that comes from your union is just, it's, I can't even put it in words. Like, it's amazing. It, it's, it's amazing. And it gives you that confidence. Like, dang, we, we went through that, but you know what? Like we still here, like, let's, let's go. Like you, you really start to feel confident that you can make it. And I think that's important for a marriage. Your confidence can't be in somebody else helping you, somebody external, not except God. <laughs> God is the only one like, Lord, it's because of you, we stand it. But 
it should be that way. It shouldn't be because somebody else is carrying a relationship. No, and I definitely, um, I, again, I agree with you totally. You know, the, the piece, like you said, was definitely us realizing that, look, it's fine to get help, but it gets to a point where you guys need to learn to help yourselves. And I think that's where a lot of people fail at is really trying to depend on other people and seeking other people's advice or, you know, uh, even watching other people's relationships, how they handle their drama or whatever else they got going on. is not how we handle our situation. And you can't think how they do something is, is always the best way. You know what I mean? There's sometimes, hey, for, what, for some people talking it out right then and there during an the argument, that's the best thing. For some other people, it might be, look, we need to take a couple hours away from each other, then come back and visit. Some people, it might be, hey, look, the rest of the day, I want my space, so on and so forth. Some people need to exercise, whatever it is. It's, it's different for everybody. The ultimate thing that makes it the same is that it gets to a point where we know that we have to talk through it to work it out. That's where it's the same. But how you get to that point, it should be respectful. Um, I'll say that, not like, cause you know, some, we gotta be clear these days. It has to be respectful in how we get to handling the situation, but we can't let it spiral out of control. But again, it depends on you. So I thank you for really sharing that. And I'll just throw a little plug in there, um, you know, for you guys who maybe need some type of life coaching, business coaching. Um, I do uh, own my own uh, company, um, New Visions Life Coaching. Um, so you can check it out. We all on Facebook. I have great reviews. Um, I blessed a lot of people in their personal lives as well as their businesses. So, you know, if you're interested, please feel free to reach out and we can set up a free meeting um, to discuss, you know, what are some of your goals and aspirations? Just had to put a little plug in there. I mean, it is my show too, right? So, you know, how to put a little plug in there. So the last question that I'm going to ask, and then we're going to get into our guest questions. So last question. What advice do you have for those people who are struggling with relationships? Because we know right now, obviously, this is uh, a hard time for everybody. You know, pandemic, crisis situation financially, it's, you know, all types of stuff going on around the world. Um, what advice do you have for people who struggle with relationships? Because I see a lot of people on social media and even some people I interact with and they really talk about how, they can't find a person or dealing with this and that and so on and so forth. So what, what, what are some, some tips that you have for them? Again, disclaimer, I am not a relationship coach or anything like that. I am just going to give you me and my experience and I pray that it blesses. Um, so I think that question is really loaded because people who struggle with relationship problems, I think has its own range of, of, of people struggling, right? You have those who are struggling with finding someone. Um, you have those who are struggling with committing or, or being in a committed relationship, meaning like, you know, we have agreed that we're going to move towards marriage. Then you have those who are in a marriage and struggling, you know, with those dynamics of, you know, how to really become one together. It's not easy, it is not easy but it's worth it, I will say that. Um, and so I guess I will try to at least speak to all of that. Um, and I'll start with the marriage first and then work my way down. So for my people who are married and struggling, honestly, for me, it was two things. One, taking divorce off the table. Like, and I didn't just do it. Like Lamar and I sat down, like, this is not happening. Like, I don't care what we have to do but this is not an option for us. And by taking, we're not going nowhere. 
you know, we're in this forever, you know, making that our stamp, that became my fuel to calm down when I'm just so mad that he don't get it. <laughs> or he's so mad, I don't get it, because Lord knows. <laughs> but really just taking that off the table and really just, you know, put us in a position to be like, all right, it's us then, what's up? Like, let's talk, let's work this out, let's figure it out. And then above all of that is God, like prayer changes things. And if you want to see it happen so fast, pray about your marriage. <laughs> Because nobody, you know, of course you think that nobody knows you better than the one that you've given your life to, but there's one person that knows you, both of you guys better, and that's God. And the beautiful thing about having God in your marriage and literally praying to him like, God, he is working my nerves, Lord. Send an angel now, Lord. Like, <laughs> and God will move. And, and the way God moves is, is not that he favors him or you, but he favors the success of your union together. So he'll speak to what you need. Like, yeah, you over here praying, he getting on your nerves, but your issue is you don't listen, you be late, and you ain't got no patience. So let's deal with that before you be coming at him. You know, and I'll be like, dang, Lord. <laughs> so that's, I would say for married people, you know, those are the two things. Take divorce off the table. It's not, it's not an option. It's just not there. And let God in on everything, no matter how big or how small. Even when you find yourself rolling your eyes behind his back, lift that up in prayer. Like, Lord, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying for the people, for the people. <laughs> but yeah, lift that up so that that doesn't, you know, begin to become a seed that germinates and, and really wreaks havoc, you know, later on. So, so that's my advice for our married people, for those who are struggling with the commitment. Um, honestly, it's really about if, you know, I wouldn't even start a relationship if we're not clear that marriage is the end goal for both of us. And what I mean by clear, I know a lot of guys, they'll start dating a girl like, yeah, I'll marry you. You know, yeah, you you wifey material. Like, what is that? You know, hold up, this ain't no textile class. What you mean marriage material? like? You know, so don't don't fall for that okie doke. Um, really, be serious about that, you know, and 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 get counseling. It's like early the better, earlier the better. Like if you found somebody and y'all both are really serious, suggest going to counseling, you know, and you'll be surprised. And, and all of that that way, there's no hidden. You don't get five years down the road, you feel like you wasted your life with somebody. No, you. You, you both said, you somebody, if I'm wife and material, let's go holler at this counselor. You know what I mean? Let's, let's get this on the books so we know where we at. And it should be, you know, someone who has a successful marriage that's counseling you um, and who has been through things that can guide you. So that's a whole nother thing. But for my people struggling, just um, in, that are with the commitment issues, is really if you're dating somebody right now already, and he's saying and she's saying they want marriage, go ahead and just start counseling and work through whatever is going, what's really going on. So that way you're not wasting their time or your time. And if before, if you're not dating yet, but trying to get on the dating scene, be my last folks, I would say before you date somebody, be intentional about what you want. Sometimes I, I see all the time, like people are getting relationships and it's so fun and so exciting. And you don't want to say the word marriage because you're afraid of scaring that brother off or that 
sister off screw mm -mm, mm -mm. if you gotta be afraid what kind of that's the foundation like if you already coming in building a, a foundation that consists of fear like what are we doing you know that that certainly won't stand the test of time so be intentional like this is what i want i'm not saying it needs to happen tomorrow but my, my desire for my life is to be married my desire is to have a family and if this is not where you are that's cool it was you know you go from there but start that conversation early and but before you start that conversation before you try to look for somebody to be with i cannot stress this enough know where you are who you are and wh where you're going and what your purpose is because if you don't know those things and you do find that magical person you can run the risk of destroying them and you because you didn't know who you are who you were what you called to do where you going you have no clue and if you have no clue how can you be an active participant in your in both of you guys being successful not that it can't happen but it's, it's i mean probability you know, I ain't no math wizard, but I can do some things. And that just doesn't make much sense. So that is the advice that I would leave for um, for the peoples. We thank you. I thank you for your advice. Um, guys, she gave some awesome tips. So I hope men and women can utilize these tips. We're not just speaking from a place of just trying to be somebody or just telling you stuff that we read or heard. We're telling you what works and what we've experienced. And we're, we're telling you, like, utilizing this will really help impact your life in your future marriage or if you're in a marriage now. Um, so let's go to a little bit of a lighter note. This is the moment in the show where we do our LOL, laugh out loud moment. Um, and we base that laugh out loud moment based on whatever the topic is. So obviously we're talking about relationships and obviously this is my wife. So this is gonna be a laugh out loud moment of us. So since you are my guest, you know, I gotta get you. I gotta get you, I gotta get you. So tell me a laugh out loud moment that you had. What else? Your funniest moment. Funniest. You got tons of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we be geeking. Um, I, yeah, I think, yeah, our relationship is, anyway, I'll give one, one. So it kind of puts myself out there a little bit, be vulnerable for the people. So um, anybody who knows me knows that I am very clumsy. Oh. Like, <laughs> Like Where we going? things that happen, like I can't explain to you, like how did that happen? And for those who know Lamar, know that he just has a very low tolerance, <laughs> <laughs> like a real short fuse with all of that. So one thing, so one of the things we love to do was road trip. Like he and I could road trip anywhere. Like I think at one point we was talking about road tripping across the country. Like that's how much we just. Love that road trip. So one day we in his car and we road trip. I think down south to see your dad. I think it was. Anyway, so we we road tripping and we in the car. You know Lamar killer DJ, one of the best. Oh, uh, so he DJ and you know and I'm all feeling it like oh this is my junk. So you know he trying to be that dude and like hey, you want some ice cream? And I'm like yeah, I want some ice cream. It's hot. So we stop. We get some ice cream. We in the car and I'm jamming. <laughs> It had, to, it had to be like 100, because I think we were in South Carolina. I think it was like 110 degrees at by like 9, 10 o'clock, y'all. The hottest, by far the hottest weather I've ever experienced. I don't know how y'all survived in South Carolina. <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> so when he said 10 o'clock in the morning, let's get some ice cream, I'm like, please, yes. 
So in the car, hard body, ice cream dripping, jamming, all of that. And somehow, y'all, now I'm in a passenger seat. He's the driver, right? So you know that his left leg is like the furthest from where I could possibly, where I'm sitting. So I'm jamming, jamming. Next thing you know, the ice cream just somehow just start, you know, pop locking and moving through the air. <laughs> over the console over the stairwell and lands on his left leg like not even his right leg but his left leg and i just was like <laughs> yo when i say i was hot like imagine if you seen the matrix like this literally happened in like slow motion like the ice cream was like it was like 10 minutes i'm like where's this ice cream going and then literally i saw it poke past my face like <laughs> and it just landed. I was so hot because I'm like, how so, first of all, how do you spill ice cream like that? Mm -hmm. And then it just took so long, it was irking. Like, I'm like, I wish this ice cream would fall. But anyway, <laughs> definitely was a funny moment. At the time, I was hot, but it was definitely it was hot. I was just like, but I'm still gonna eat that ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that ice cream sizzled right on my pants. That's how hot it was. Mind you, I think we had the air on too, right? We sure did. We had the air on. South Carolina, you're going to be praying for y'all. It's, it's too hot down there in the summertime. Way too hot. But we thank you for sharing that, or I thank you for sharing that. So we did have um, a couple questions that guests were able to submit, and we're going to answer those questions. You know, we're not going to be long-winded, but, um, you know, so we'll keep the, the answers brief. So one of the first questions that was asked by guests is, how do you, uh, meaning, uh, how do you both, meaning the male and female in a relationship, move forward on disagreements and not allow it to affect the relationship. And I'll let you say something briefly, then I'll go. go ahead. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. Um, so I, I think you have to set some boundaries um, early on about w how far you allow you guys to be in disagreement. Like you, you have to have a, re you have to referee your own conversations. Um, and so for us, it's like, I know when Lamar is at a point where like, Jennifer, <laughs> I'm done discussing this. Like this is, I'll know in certain like tones and hence and certain word choices to use. And I'm like, okay, I need to back up. So I guess the first thing is establish your boundaries in the beginning. And one of those boundaries that you can set in the beginning is knowing when, when, to, when to cease with the conversation, right? That's important because I find sometimes we have a good idea or the best way forward or the right answer. Like me, I always have the right answer. You know, a, a right answer at a time where he can't receive it is, a, is just as, you know, it's equal to it being a wrong answer. So for us, it's establishing, you know, our, our <clears throat> what's our timeout? You know, what's, when we're going to take a pause on this. And, and, and then the second thing is keeping the goal of us reaching a resolution as the goal. So if we're in a discussion and neither one of us seem to be able to reach a resolution, then let's stop talking about it. You know, let's maybe take some time, cool off, let's go play the game or let's go clean or let's go dance. Like let's do something completely separate before it goes too far and now I don't even wanna see your face. Um, so yeah, referee your own stuff and keep the goals. The goal is to you both to reach resolution, not for him to say you right or for her to say, you know, she right or whatever. 
all of that is late, y'all. But <laughs> whichever way that thing swing, um, you know, it shouldn't be the goal about being right. The goal should always be to reach a resolution. And if you can't reach it, just just chill. It, it ain't worth it. And I think you said everything um, wonderfully, so I don't really need to add anything to it, um, you know. But the other or the last question that was asked is um, a person really wanted to know about couples, um, couple goals and the importance of consulting with each other on things before making a singular decision. So pretty much before a male or female moves in a relationship, they should be communicating. That's what they want to know. How do you work that out? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, this is something that was an issue for us, right? Because, you know, (laughs) prior prior to getting together, um, I was very much an independent person. Like, I get up, I say, when I'm getting up, you know, if I want pizza, fried chicken, and seafood for dinner, I'm going to go and get all of that. And that's my dinner. So to have to talk to somebody and make every decision, I was like, what? (laughs) Um, But I think what turned the table for us was we, again, we we refereed the situation early on. It's like, okay, let's set some boundaries, right? What are some of the decisions you can make that I'm comfortable with you making that don't need to involve me? Let's, Let's be clear on what those are, right? And then what are those situations and, and, and you know things that no 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 we need to talk about this we need to put it to a vote then and, and that's what you do and that way when stuff happened in a relationship you know exactly excuse me where stuff fall and then the third thing is if you don't know if this is something I'm okay with you doing without me or me doing without you or you know versus whatever then let's let's talk about that too like hey you know I want to start a new hair business are you okay with that? Like, cause I'm not sure if there's something you support me doing without talking to you or you want me to talk to you, but I don't know where it falls. So let's talk about that too. So talking, communication, I can't stress enough it being important, but again, prevention, right? Setting up your own system before things become a problem. So that way you guys know exactly how to move. And that should not be set by one partner, in my opinion. I think you guys should come to an agreement about what that is. Like I know when it comes to finances, right? We had to set a cap. Like, all right, if you spend, if you buy something over a hundred dollars, we need to talk about it. So that way, we both can be prepared when we look at that statement. Like, hold up, what, what's that? You know what I mean? Um, but if it's under hundred, like, all right, we're not sweating that. Like, do get get what you need, do what you gotta do. You don't need to talk to me about it. So, but if it's like over a hundred, like hundred and twenty, you're not sure. Let's talk about that. Like, I'm thinking about buying a vacuum cleaner. It costs hundred and twenty dollars. You're like, yeah, babe, don't worry about it. Go get that. We need that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, talk, man. Set those boundaries and and set them together. Yeah, I definitely agree. Communication is the key. That will keep you out of a lot of drama and mess. Just communicate what you want. Be real. Be upfront. Look, my wife will tell you, I just say, hey, look, I ain't feeling this. This is how I feel about it. How can we come to an agreement? I just put it out there. Ain't no point in sitting there holding back. You know how people do hold back. Like, oh, no, it's fine. And then as soon as you come back with something, they looking at you all side And you like, you should have said something. You know what I mean? So it's important that you communicate. So at this time, I thank you for um, being the guest on the show. Um, It was awesome having you on. You offered a lot of good insight, especially for males and especially females, because I know a lot of females these days have a lot of questions about relationships as well as males, but definitely more so females, um, because they want to be selective. They want to make sure they have 
the right person. And I definitely, I think it's important to hear from a female some um, things that they should be looking for and finding their perspective mate. So I thank you for sharing in that, um, Mrs. Marty Mar, AKA wifey. Um, so at this time, real quick for, our, we, we still have a few viewers on at this time. Do anybody have any questions? We are live on Facebook. This is our first time ever, the Marty Mar Show, um, which is pretty much just a podcast. Um, you know, is doing a live recording. So if there's anybody that has any questions, you can go ahead and post it now. Um, I'm looking. If there's no questions, we're going to go ahead and move forward. I'm, I'm looking. Okay, we don't have any questions. I guess everybody received everything that they needed to receive. However, definitely as you guys watch this episode, please leave your comments. Um, for the first time ever, I'm going to leave the comments open for the uh, podcast recording. Um, so that way you guys can leave your feedback about relationships or what did you guys think? What did you agree with? What you didn't agree with? You guys can also leave your own experience. I think, you know, we um, the Bible talks about how we're blessed by other people's testimonies, right? So why not be able to share, you know, how your marriage uh, was able or whatever relationship experience you had, whether it was good or bad, how it can help somebody be better in their future. So I think that's a good idea to share. So before we close out, uh, doctor, is there any final remarks that you want to have at this time or any upcoming events or anything you, you want to share with the people? Um, so yeah, working on a few things, um, working on, uh, some, uh, good friends of ours starting a book club. So super excited about that. Um, really just to dive in and, and hear from the ladies. Also some of my good friends were, trying to get ourselves together for this podcast. Um, so one focused podcast. We're really just trying to ignite strength in each other and support one another in whatever that looks like. Um, got some business ventures cooking. Shout outs to, um, yeah, got a lot going on right now. <laughs> That's um, yeah, but I'm, I'm just, uh, just super grateful. And only thing that I, I can say, I guess my final note <clears throat> that I will leave is that whenever you hear, um, I, and I'm challenging everybody, like whenever you hear people struggling in a relationship, especially marriage, right? You know, we're hearing about different celebrities or wherever, it doesn't matter where they are in life. And you hear about them having a divorce, pray for that union. Because whether you like the union or not, the reality is there are there's family, right? There's kids involved. And I really and truly believe without a shadow of doubt, God can do anything if we let him in. So for all those who know some marriages that are not doing well or whatever, you know, just please just keep them lifted up. Those who are struggling, support, you know, support your friends, support the union, support the union, y'all. That's as if I can say anything and, and act and plead anything. Pray for unions, pray for marriages. That's the only way we get stronger, only way we get, you know, to do things because the reality is the communities we want, the nation we want, the foundation of it has to be a strong family. And without it, all these things we're striving for can't and won't be. So that's all I have. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Jennifer Alexander. This is a, a, a beautiful time to have her on the show. I'm definitely here for my wife. You know, we've grown together for a long time. So it's awesome to have her on and, and really shed light on some things that we have going on. So as we close out the show, just a couple of things. Um, again, 
Uh, I continue to thank all the followers and the supporters of the Marty Mars show. Um, I don't take it lightly. Um, again, as I said earlier in the show, we have people from Germany and even Canada listening in now. So I thank you for that. Um, you know, this is a lot of hard work and dedication put in. Um, I want to thank all of my guests that have been on so far. Um, you know, they're taking their time out to just, you know, offer their wisdom that they have. I, I don't like, I don't take that as a slight as all, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, we're also planning on releasing some Marty Mars show gear. So be on the lookout for that. It's, 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 it's dope. Um, I wore it a couple of times on the show and um, some people are already requesting um, getting some apparel. So be on the lookout for that. Also, please follow the Marty Mars show. Okay, I know some people are listening in, but please follow how you can follow because I haven't done this in a while. Right. And I can't say how I don't get more followers if I don't say how to follow. So you can follow us on YouTube um, under the Marty Mars show. You can also follow me on Instagram, the Marty Mars show, Spotify, Anchor, um, all the major podcast platforms is under the Marty Mars show and you will be able to follow me. Please subscribe on our YouTube channel so you can see you know, what's going on, all the new things, all the guests, so on and so forth. Um, and that being said, we're gonna go ahead and close out. This is the Marty Mars Show, episode six, Love and Life. And when, as I close out moving forward, I ask the people to please always bless God, bless his people, and stay blessed. Amen.